Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get in the Word, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for who you are, Lord, that you don't change, Lord. There's no shadow or variation of turning in you, Lord. We thank you that you're constant and you've always been good, Lord. You are still good, Lord, and you always will be good. And Lord, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to come before you, Lord, to repent, to be restored to you, Lord, and to be part of your family as your son or your daughter, Lord. And we thank you for all good things that you've done for us, Lord, that you've given us everything needed to pertaining to life and godliness, Lord, so that we're able to succeed and triumph in you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. I'm glad to have you with us, or we are glad to have you with us. Mm -hmm. Correct myself. And, And the opportunity that we have to get into the Word together, and by doing so, continuing our study in 1 Thessalonians. So we're in chapter 5, and we're still discussing verses 1 through 8. So whether it's your first time joining us or you're rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to go ahead and pause the episode now and just take the opportunity to read through that section of scripture to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, so, excuse me, the floor is open. Give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? Dad, aren't you going to tell us what, finish your um, statement that you started in the previous episode? Yes, I can definitely do that. Um, it brings us to the first three verses of chapter five, right? Okay. And I'll just, I'll read that quickly. It's concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they, for when they say peace and safety... Then sudden destruction comes upon them and as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. And it's easy to just kind of dismiss, if you would just quickly read through that, mm-hmm. what Paul is saying and, and getting at, what he's alluding to. But really what the Lord through the Apostle Paul is discussing is the end times in the, and the rise of the Antichrist. And the when he says peace, peace, right, or peace and safety, that's exactly what it says in Daniel concerning the Antichrist and how he will attempt to ascend and, and create a counterfeit system. Um, actually, promise, do you have that scripture in Daniel? Yes. Can you please read it for everyone here, sir? Yes, it is Daniel 20 through 20, sorry, Daniel 11, 20 through 24. There shall rise in his place one who imposes taxes on the glorious kingdom, but within a few days he shall be destroyed, but not in anger or in battle. 
and in his place shall arise a vile person, to whom they will not give the honor of royalty. But he shall come in peaceably, and seize the kingdom by intrigue. With the force of a flood, they shall be swept away from before him and be broken, and also the prince of the covenant. And after the league is made with him, he shall act deceitfully, for he shall come up and become strong with a small number of people. He shall enter peaceably, even into the richest places of the province. He shall do what his fathers have not done, nor his forefathers. He shall disperse among them the plunder, spoil, and riches, and he shall, he shall devise his plans against the strongholds, but only for a time. Okay, so claiming peace, right? Now, the Lord, through the Apostle Paul, is, is writing here, and, and this is alluded to, right? It, but it is directly attributed to the Antichrist and the end times, right? We, and we've said this in an earlier episode, whether it is the end of times or your end of times, right? How we carry and conduct ourselves before the Lord matters. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't be unaware, right? Mm-hmm. And it, some may ask, well, why do you say it's counterfeit? Why do you say the Antichrist will create a counterfeit system? Well, it's in the name. It is in the it's name. Christ it's Christ and then Antichrist. Christ. Exactly. Okay. It's in the name. And and, okay. and what is the structure and how the Lord has established in the earth, right? How he established the earth, but also what he established in the earth and the Lord's place concerning it, right? Psalm twenty two twenty eight says that dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. Mm-hmm. Psalm 47, 7. For God is king of all the earth. Sing profound praises to him. 47, 8 says, God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. Um, Jeremiah 10, 7 asks this question. Who would not fear you, O king of the nations? This is your due. For among all the wise men of, of the nations and in all their kingdoms, there is none like you. So, who would do? Who would not fear the Lord? Well, clearly the adversary, clearly Satan, who attempts to create a counterfeit system on the earth, attempting to unite all nations under his rule and authority. Although, wait, that's why I say this is counterfeit. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm saying it. The Lord is saying He's letting mm-hmm. us know it's counterfeit because the Lord is King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. He rules the nations. So why would we as citizens of, well, of the nations, whichever nation you belong to, Mm -hmm. just serve the Lord, the king of all kings. Amen. But yet we have, at the the end times, an antichrist, or the antichrist, who attempts to unite all the nations under his rule. Mm -hmm. And subsequently against the Lord. Exactly. Exactly against the Lord and against what the Lord established, which then leads to what Paul has been discussing here, whether it's uh, at the end of chapter 4 or the beginning of chapter 5 in Zechariah 14.9, it says, On that day the Lord will become king over all the earth, the Lord alone and his name alone. Right. So we have to understand this this counterfeit system, not mm-hmm. just the system, but the the counterfeit structure and the counterfeit rule that the Antichrist attempts 
to create throughout the earth and not to be, uh, not to have fear concerning it, just understanding it for the time and the season that it is. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's giving this again, we're talking about those warnings, right? I don't need to write to you concerning the time and the seasons. You have the Holy Spirit who will reveal these things to you. He was show you, Hey, look at this, right? Look at all these pieces that are moving around and what is happening in the earth. Holy Spirit will minister to your spirit about mm-hmm. what is happening, but also what your role is and your role and what he was getting at, right? These instructions were to wage a good warfare. You're a, yes, we are on the earth, but we are also seated in heavenly places with Christ. Mm-hmm. Our role is to wage warfare in the heavenlies, right? It's yes. a spiritual warfare. And, yes, it also manifests on the earth, or as in we see the fruits and the results of spiritual warfare on the earth, mm-hmm. right? Even uh, Elisha wasn't there with a sword hacking people up, right? Now, yes. there were prophets before him that, that did that and were used in that manner. But Elisha was far more successful in many ways and aspects concerning spiritual warfare, vice the physical, but he still mm-hmm. saw the manifestation, right? On, and that's yes. what I mean. He saw that manifestation on the earth for a war he was waging in the heavenlies and, and spiritually. So he's instructing the Thessalonians, conduct warfare in this manner. You be on the alert. You be in tune with, uh, I'll say, your headquarters, right? Your commander in chief, which is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to receive those instructions, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Let him lead you and guide you. You be willing and obedient to what he is telling you to do. That's how we wage this warfare. And so uh, I want to say that because it is important for all of us. Amen. And the first component of warfare is that you yourself have to be present (laughs) you have to stand you can't be checked out exactly but also i mean literally you have to be physically present on the earth you know a a warrior who is no longer in the land of the living (laughs) while he may have done good things at one point he is no longer active and valid to do anything further so hence the the well is is a proverb of sorts right Uh, although it's in ecclesiastes right uh a sleeping dog is better than a dead lion Absolutely. You may have had all this potential, but you're not alive anymore. So that really doesn't, um, you know, it's great for memory's sake, maybe some encouragement when we remember, but it's not doing anything for anyone moving forward. Mm-hmm. Now, the exception is Christ Jesus because Amen. he's alive, right? He is no longer in the grave, but he has, he is risen. Um, but for us, the purpose and the point of bringing up the need for the warrior to stand is that if you are not on the board spiritually and by that i mean you're drawn away and you're um held captive by sin again when the lord has previously made you free you're no use to anybody else right the lord can't if you're held captive by sin the lord can't use you to bring liberty to other people's lives and that's just a fact of the of the matter i mean you could be the don't be like that example mm-hmm. you know you see see that one over there don't be like that. that that you could still be used in that way maybe but not for the Lord to put the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith on you and the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation. So the purpose of talking about 
being prepared and engaging in spiritual warfare is a um, an inferred Amen. note of stand, be there, be on the board, be so that you can actually engage in warfare. Promise. Go ahead, sweetheart. Well, Dad, as you're speaking, talking about the Antichrist and ultimately how it is a counterfeit of what is inside of heaven, the Lord was also reminding me of how that the Lord isn't revealing these things for us to be afraid of, going, oh man, these things are going to happen, but it's for our knowledge so that we can prepare. Inside of Matthew, I believe, it talks about how that unless the time was shortened, that not even the elect would make it. Or, well, or the, the tribulation. Yes. Yes. The time of tribulation. Mm-hmm. And how we can see here that Jesus had put that scripture, he had said that because it was also for our, our understanding to equip ourselves completely. For example, the Lord had to remind me of a tree or more correctly, a test. When I didn't think there was a test, I didn't study most times. There was the slight occasion where I did study, but at that time, I at least had an inkling that there was a test. Mm-hmm. But back to the example. When I didn't think there was a test, I didn't study. And as a result, when it did came, when it did come, I was unprepared for what was going to happen. So the Lord, the Lord through Paul is telling the Thessalonians to prepare their so, their themselves mentally inside of their mind and also spiritually. That I believe, yes, it was you talking about spiritual warfare. How he, how the people had to be, actually had to be prepared to be a spiritual warrior. They can't be a warrior if they're flabby. As in they can't be a good and fit warrior if, they can't lift themselves off the couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've got to be strong, absolutely. Amen. But whether the it's strength through, is in the Lord. Yeah, and whether it's whether it's through incapacitating themselves in that way, or it's through injury, you know, the injury reserve list. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead. Did you have some notes you want to say? No. Okay. Well, I wanted to read the scripture um, to go along with what you were saying. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, "Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint." But happy is he who keeps the law. So um, this this scripture always reminds me of the children of Israel and the wilderness where Moses was gone on the mountain with the Lord for an extended period of time. And they said, well, we don't know what happened to him. Might as well do our own thing. Yay! Right? They had no understanding that Moses was just, a, he was alive and well, just talking to the Lord. And God is still, God was actually passing down information that they were going to need to know how to govern their, their lives and themselves and to move forward. And, um, that God was very much alive and well and still watching and present, but because they felt like God wasn't there. Well, actually they equated not seeing Moses to the absence of God because Moses wasn't present. God must not be there either. And then they decided to cast off the restraint of following the instructions that had already been provided to them and engaged in idolatry and other, lawlessness um, and sexual immoralities immoralities around that. It wasn't just the golden calf being worshipped. That was afoot during that time in the wilderness. And But this scripture speaks to everyone, and also it is the reason why the Apostle Paul is giving this warning, encouragement, admonishment, um, and edification here. Like, hey, 
you know the times and the seasons. And we, we mentioned this before. Don't get tired. Don't get weary saying it's been so long. I haven't seen any action or I haven't seen this, that or the other happen. So I might as well go back to doing what I did before. Um, and he's keeping the revelation of the Lord is coming back. And we have the privilege and the reward and the honor of meeting him in the air that those who died in Christ, meaning those who kept a faithful watch with him until the end of their days on this earth, when they will be raised up first before us who are living and we're all going to meet him in the air, we will be consoled. We'll get our consolation of prize with King Jesus. So don't give up. Don't get weary in following the Lord Jesus. Don't get weary of enduring on this journey. However, if you do understand, here are the things that will happen. So be awake, be vigilant, watch to this end, and not just watching everybody else. The lawless one is going to come. That's neither here nor there to us per se. It really has no bearing on who we are and what we do. Whether there is a visible lawless one or not, we are still to follow the Lord because we see mm-hmm. the, we see him who is the true and living God. He's living on the inside of us. We may not be looking at him with our natural eyes per se, but we still see him. We have his his DNA. We have his blood. His name is written on the tablet of our hearts Amen. and we are called according to his purpose. So keep your focus on him and then be clear to there, that there should be a distinguishing markers between the world and us. And he lays it out like, this is what happens in darkness. This is for the people who sleep. This is what they look like. Make sure you don't look like them. And by look like them, not just a superficial appearance, but make sure you're not doing and partaking of these things that they're doing. Do not cast off restraint and fall back into these ways. You're in the light, stay in the light. Remain in the light, live in the light. And when the light shows up (laughs) and the full revelation of his glory and return in the earth, and he calls for you, you are going to be ready. Well, I, I love that you brought that up. And just understanding, again, the Antichrist, right? Daniel 8.25 says, And through his shrewdness, he will cause deceit to succeed by his influence, and he will magnify himself in his heart. And I, I know it's talking about peace, but it says, And he will destroy many while they are at ease, or while they're at peace. Mm-hmm. And he will oppose the prince of princes, but he will be broken without human agency or without hand or not by hand, right? So again, telling us it's a spiritual thing, but there's a any military person you ever speak to will tell you complacency kills those that have been to combat. You cannot get complacent. You cannot mm-hmm. compromise yourself or or put yourself in a compromising position, right? It, it never has a good outcome. That's right. So, for us, understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is why the, if you will, the warning that the Lord is giving through Paul, if this is how he comes. He, he eliminates or destroys many while they're at ease, as, a, as the scripture we, we just read, right? They're destroyed while they're at ease. So we're told, hey, let's be sober. Let's not sleep, right, as others do, mm-hmm. right? Let us not be drunk. But let's be sober. Let's be on the alert. Um, all those, all those things we read in uh, in First Corinthians sixteen fourteen, right? Uh, for, uh, thirteen and fourteen. Be on the alert. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Do everything in love. Right. This is essentially what he's getting at. And this is the beginning of his instructions 
to those, uh, to the Thessalonians, right? And in the same way, we have to apply this same thing. Let's have understanding. Let's not be unaware Absolutely. of the tactics the adversary uses. However, our battle plans come from the Lord, and he always leads us from victory to victory. Our role then is to seek the Lord, get his plans, and be willing and obedient to carry them out. Mm-hmm. And that, that's regardless of it, if it's the end times or your end of times or end of days. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a, really a call to be aware of the subtleties that Absolutely. will cause somebody to be lulled into a sense of when it talks about people being at ease, it means they're not paying attention, they're relaxed, and they're being seduced or lulled into deception and drawn away. Um, the, the frog that's boiled. If you throw him into a pot that's already boiling, he'll hop out, right? Yes, but maybe. if he is put in there in, in cold or temper, comfortable temperature water and the heat is gradually turned up, mm-hmm. he won't even notice that he's being cooked for dinner, <laughs> right? Yes. So the adversary and the, you know, the when people are looking, where's the Antichrist? They're looking for someone with devil horns on their head and a pitchfork and a tail sticking out. And that's obviously blatantly Antichrist. And, and, and why are many looking for the obvious sign? So they can now mark it and go, oh, well, Christ is coming soon. There's still time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Paul is saying, no, 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 this is how we have to be and live before our Lord and Savior now and through eternity. Amen. And it's not a matter of looking for, there he is, or right? But being aware that we are keeping ourselves on the path of righteousness, regardless of whatever blatant or subtle movements or attempts that the adversary makes, none of it has a place in us. Amen. That's how yes, we remain amen. ready. Amen. Amen. Cool. Let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for your word, Lord, both spoken and written. And we thank you for this time and the word this morning, Lord, that we were able to see the truth, that we were able to examine ourselves and see where we stand with you, Lord. We ask, we forgive anybody who we have for unforgiveness towards, Lord. We ask you to forgive them, Lord. And we also ask that you'll forgive us, Lord. And we commit our ways and our thoughts and our motives to you, Lord. And we trust you to guide us into all truth and show us things to come, Lord. And we thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Oh, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.